So fitting with our theme this week, Paul, of not being in the Disney bubble as much as possible, um, I picked a joke that's not Disney themed. You mean like all of your other jokes? I feel like I've told at least one Disney joke, right? I don't think so, actually, now that I think about <laughs> it. No, I don't think you have. Oh, shoot. Okay, well, then I guess, yeah, sticking with the theme of um, this is themed for our episode this week, though. Great. Okay. What is a ghost minion's favorite food? Probably still banana, right? Close. A boo-nana. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, hi, everyone. I'm Bree. And I'm Paul. And this is Signal 25, usually a Disney podcast. But this week, we're just talking about fire. That's all we're going to talk about. You know, we really should do a week that's only fire. I would really like to talk about fire safety, fire facts. I feel like April Fool's Day, we can just talk about fire. I feel like April Fool's Day, we should just talk about water. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, all right. Whatever. Brie, did you know that if you light different, uh, like, chemicals and stuff on fire, they'll burn different colors? I did know that. Uh, Our chemistry, chemistry teacher um did that with different powders he like sprinkled them on the counter and then lit it on fire down the row and they were all different colors do you know that white fire burns the hottest supposedly white fire yeah huh i didn't know that actually well no i didn't know that which is kind of funny because like when you look at fire like the base is the hottest and it goes like dark to light so like red to yellow to white no, if you actually, if you sense. look at it though, the the middle part is white, like the hottest part is lighter color. Oh, I mean, I don't spend a lot of time staring at fire, so I guess you know. Yeah, it's probably good. That's probably good. Interesting. Speaking of things mm. that come in multiple colors, let's go to the news because the M M&M and M store is open in Disney Springs now. Oh, what look at how good I did! Oh, that's such a good look transition. Look at that. We're so like. <laughs> Let's be real. We're not that great at podcasting, but we're really good at transitions. We are really good at transitions sometimes. <coughs> uh, but that never starts open. We reported last week that it was coming soon, and soon it came. I didn't realize that. They, I mean, they must have been built. I don't even know where it is. I have no idea where it is. I couldn't figure it out from the picture I saw. Looking it up. Oh, okay. I feel vindicated because last week... I said that there was a Crayola store, or I, I thought there was an M&M store in the Florida mall, but it turned out it was mm-hmm. a Crayola store. I was wrong about being wrong, because there is an M&M's World Orlando in the mall. Oh, that's exciting. But I don't know, that may be gone now because of this? I'm not sure. I'm not sure either, but I also have only been to a mall in Orlando once. Um, the M&M store looks like it is attached to Splitsville. Oh, interesting. What used to be there? I don't know. Over by, what's the, uh, it's not like House Disney Springs. Blues. Yeah, it's, or it's not, it's not, uh, Disney Quest anymore. It's the NBA, NBA experience. experience. Yeah. Huh, that's an interesting place. I mean... Not my favorite place in Disney Springs, but not not my favorite place in Disney Springs. That's fine. There's just not that much over there. There's not really any draws over there because apparently the NBA experience is terrible. Um, Cirque du Soleil is, well, gone. 
they were gone before, but now they're like real gone. gone. Um, actually, I think they might have filed for bankruptcy. I think they did mid pandemic. Anyway, so they're over by the move past the movie theater, which I think is probably open, but mm. I don't like playing the guessing game in Florida. <laughs> it's really easy if you guess; it's probably open. Well, I feel as if the Disney one isn't open just because, like, I would like to think that Disney is taking some extra precautions as opposed to the rest of Orlando. But I, I like I said, don't want to, don't want to play that game. Not good at that game. Don't want to play that game. All right, let's talk about something else that's open, because the Rivers of America and Tom Sawyer Riverboat are opening early. I didn't realize that they were closed. I mean, I guess I guess the the riverboat being closed makes sense. Well, they went down for refurb, actually. Um, oh God, I want to say before everything closed for the pandemic, but time is non-existent to me, <laughs> and so I couldn't tell you if that's actually accurate. It might have been they went down mid-pandemic and then they were still closed when it reopened, but sometime in the time frame of early 2020, they closed. And they weren't supposed to open again until the holidays this year, but here they are. I mean, we're almost to a holiday, like Valentine's Day, I guess. Two weeks away. Yeah, if if any of you out there are people that celebrate that, then great. Congratulations. Congratulations. Um, Moving on. We're not that good at transitions. Oh, we're Um, not that fun. (laughs) Uh, the 30% off discount is back for annual pass holders at Walt Disney World. Because they still have annual passes. Because they still have annual passes. Meanwhile, Disneyland has decided to call its pass holders legacy pass holders. Whatever that means. It's basically just a name and they still get like a merch discount, I guess. Yeah, for the time being, they do. Apparently. I also saw this tweet today. Um, that was like, oh, in Disneyland, they're opening Main Street for shopping like they did in <laughs> California Adventure. And it's only for annual pass holders. And if you spend over $100... Legacy pass holders. Sorry, legacy pass holders. And if you spend over $100, you get one ride on the ride of your choice. <laughs> and I, for a second, I thought it was real. And I was like, I would not put it past Disney. No way. But then I read the dates again, and they were like, for February 29th, 30th, and 31st only. And I said, oh, wait. (laughs) Oh. Sad little legacies. I wonder if it's just paying homage to being a legacy cast member. No, it's it's nothing. Like, the best of the best. It's just just give us your money. You're the best. We love you. No. I feel like that's what Disney's trying to say. That's what they want you to think that they're trying to say. Well, I mean, you've met pass holders, Paul. I'm pretty sure that's how they're taking it. No, I don't think it is. They're <laughs> going to be more entitled than that. I know. So I like keep seeing all these like reels and stuff on Insta that are like, I can't wait to buy my annual pass again. Like, I can't wait till it comes back. And I'm like, you're not suddenly happy to have 500 plus extra dollars in your bank account? Like, I'd be very happy about that. <laughs> Screw Disney. Like, give me the money. But moving on to something else kind of cringy. But at least their heart's in the right place on this one. Okay. Sure. Look, okay, so the Black History Month celebrations (laughs) at Disney are 
are... I mean, we're both white. Yes. They just feel real performative. They do. And they feel like they are doing the bare minimum to pretend that they care. And it's real, I guess it's real showing, because first of all, they're using the three prominent black characters that Disney has. So Tiana, uh, Black Panther, and then Joe Gardner from Soul, who I would say, if it wasn't this year, would not count as a prominent Disney character. No, and the fact that they leave out Frozone is hurtful. I know, that's, see, I was saying to Brie before we started recording, like, why did they use Joe Gardner? He's great. He's a fine character, but he's not even the best black character that Pixar has. Like, what are you doing? No, that's Frozen. Yeah. Um, but it's it's just like an exhibit and you can read about jazz music and southern cooking and then Disney Springs is having guest chefs to do Jamaican cooking. Is that really what it says? Uh, I can't remember if it's Jamaican or uh, Bahamas. It's something. And then they end, kind of end the promo with, we'll make sure to get your Black Panther merch at the Marvel store. And it's like, I just feel like if we're talking about Black history in Disney, we need to not only be focusing on the Black characters and the stories that are being told there, but we need to be focusing on the Black Imagineers and the black cast members you know the actual hearts and souls of disney that do what they do and that's the reason they do what they do so i'm not saying that this couldn't potentially be a step in the right direction but like you said paul it just feels real performative and really just like we have to do something because we were called out socially this year so we're gonna do this yeah uh Moving on to something else that Disney's doing with the black community that's slightly less performative. They're making a Wakanda TV show with Ryan Coogler. Which Who's actually... Ryan Coogler? Ryan Coogler is the guy who directed Black Panther, so... Mm, okay. Um, yeah, so he signed a deal with Disney to do uh, TV development stuff uh, for Disney+. Plus. Uh, so I, I, I am excited about that. Because I think he's obviously really talented, but I am a little disappointed and I hope that it's not just, you know, make Black Panther 2 and then make this Wakanda show and then Black Panther, Black Panther, Black Panther. I love Black Panther. He's really cool. But I want Ryan Coogler as a creator to get to do all sorts of cool and awesome things because he also directed uh, Creed. Um, Oh. He also directed, uh, shoot, what was the other one? Nope, that's it. <laughs> Never mind. Oh. That's all. Well, the, wait, hold on. No, there must be something super else. cool, though. Yeah, no, that's pretty much it. Interesting. I have no idea what it's going to be about. But, um, yeah. I, this may end up being Black Panther 2, I guess, for all we know, right? Like, if they said what they wanted it to do was to, like, honor the legacy of Chadwick Boseman and, and his portrayal as T'Challa. Like, I'll, I'll call it here. I think this might be Black Panther 2. Like, I think that Black Panther 2 may turn into this Disney Plus show instead of being a movie. Oh. Interesting. That'll be interesting to see. 
I mean, I like your prediction. I think that that's a very valid prediction in a way of like better to honor than a movie. Because especially because like just as a, as a TV show, you can kind of explore with less need to always be advancing the plot. That's what like sitcoms, right? That's their whole thing is just the characters are there and you can see their lives and no plot has to be advanced. Right. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not saying you you can't tell interesting stories in Wakanda because I think you totally can without Black Panther, but I don't know. Speaking of things coming to Disney Plus. Of Marvel things the, coming to Disney Plus. Of Marvel things coming to Disney Plus. Uh, the new trailer for Behind the Mask came out today. Today, I want to say the news article I read was today. So I, I think it was today. today. Yes, I did not watch it. I didn't either. I saw the headline. I said, "That's interesting." <laughs> I am curious to check out the show itself. I just, yeah, I, I haven't gotten around to watching the trailer. Maybe let's. You know what? Let's, should we just watch it right now? Let's just watch it. Hmm. Comes out in a week from today when everyone's listening. Yeah, interesting. Okay. It does make me think about, like, superheroes and, and kind of just our pop culture in general as, like, an, not analogy, but, like, kind of analogous to, like, Greek mythology and, and just mythology in general. And, like, were the ancient Greeks telling stories about Hercules the way that we tell stories about Superman or Spider-Man? Oh, yeah. I guess I've never really thought about it that way. Yeah, just kind of a, a different perspective, like the mythology of today, I guess. No, this is probably going to be a dumb question. Yeah. Was Hercules ever recorded as a real person? I have no idea. I suspect no. Okay. I, I mean, like uh, That's one of those things where I'm like, is it purely myth? Or was there an actual person called Hercules that people mythicized throughout right. history i don't know i assume no i mean i'm sure to be clear i'm sure that there are plenty of people who have been named hercules but right that's yeah you know what i mean though yeah no i don't know yeah i don't know i was just thinking about that i was like well wait hold on like hmm, that's not where i thought this discussion would go anyway <laughs> still disney themed though oh yeah that's true that's right mm-hmm. Speaking of people in interesting outfits, Blue Man Group, uh, they're leaving Universal. Um, Sad. Also, apparently so is the Barney the Dinosaur show. But I didn't know I'm that was dramatically thing. less sad about that. <laughs> I'm sad about Blue Man Group. Like, what are they going to put on all those signs when you're, like, walking around City Walk? Like, it's just everywhere. It's like Blue Man Group, Blue Man Group, Blue Man Group. It's also a pretty big stage, so you could put something pretty big in there. I see on the interwebs that people keep joking that they want um, the Swamp Monster musical that like went aired off Broadway. The Creature what? of the Blue Lagoon, I think. Probably Black Lagoon. Black Lagoon. Then there was like a Broadway pro- off-Broadway production of it. Huh. And people keep joking that like they want that to come to Universal now, which I would, I stand. I support that. I was thinking they could tear it down and build like a Nintendo land. Shoot, maybe that's their plan. Or not even like the Super Nintendo world that we're already going to get in California and is going to open at some point in the future in Tokyo. But like, okay, we're talking about Universal today anyway. So I'm going to go into this now 
Because yeah. we got time. We got time. Mario is great. He's fine. I understand okay. why they're. I understand why they're doing a Mario Land. Mario is the one that has the most mass appeal. I get it. Wait, they're doing it's Mario Land. It's not even like. And Donkey Kong, I guess. But yeah, like the main, the big ride is Mario Kart. Okay, that sounds really cool. I know, and it's augmented reality. Anyway, um, no, is it augmented, not virtual? So virtual is where everything <laughs> is computer generated. Augmented is where okay. most of the things are real, and then it displays some images on top of that. Oh, so more like, um, well, I guess like Rise of the Resistance and kind of, uh, what's it called? Runaway Railway. Sort of, except there is like a, a clear screen in front of your face. With augmented, there is. Yes. Now I think, okay, I'm just confused, but it's fine. Basically, they're going to use technology to put an image of a shell or a banana peel or a mushroom or whatever into your field of view based on where you're looking. But everything else that you see will be real. Oh, okay. So, like, what kind of ride, like, what do, like, ride vehicles and stuff look like, I guess, now is my question. I... So there was a, there was a, I I don't know. People have been on it, I think in Japan now. Um, Mm -hmm. There was a patent out for like actual drifting cars, carts, which would be super cool. Um, And then I think it's kind of like test track radiator springs kind of thing. Um, I don't know. I don't think it goes quite that fast, but I think it's, I think it's that kind of style of like, in particular, like the beginning parts of those rides. Hopefully a little oh, fast. Okay. Hopefully a little faster than the beginning parts of those rides. Right. Hopefully like faster and more jerky because you know, yeah. Mario Kart. Oh, okay, that's interesting. I hope I hope that um, if you hold on the A button as soon as the two goes away, you go faster. I hope so too. <laughs> or like uh, you get a like little then, boost at the start. But then I see, like we see rides like Tron, and then like I don't know, like flight of passage and you're like i wonder if they could do individual vehicles as opposed to Mm, yeah anyway sorry i'm totally off totally anyways yeah not what i was talking about sorry Um, though that ride does sound amazing um (laughs) they're totally wasting other opportunities to do some really cool things i think like i think that you can do really in-depth lands that are in depth based on things that not everyone has to love right so you can do a galaxy's edge level um land even with a property that not everyone cares about right look at pandora who cares about avatar i would guess that probably most of the people who go there don't realize that it's based on the movie avatar that used to be the highest grossing movie of all time nope i don't think they do but until you see it like something branded avatar then you're like wait yeah yeah and even then though I don't know that true. it has necessarily the name recognition. True, true, true. But like, if they had, if they had like a Legend of Zelda like themed area, like we you act could like do... people wouldn't love that. You would love that. I feel like a lot of people would love that. Legend right. of Zelda well, was big no. when we were younger. Yeah, no, no, no. I understand. Like, oh, okay. Zelda's still important, but like, you could build a Zelda land that was exciting and interesting, even for people who aren't really into Zelda and aren't you know super into the mythology or the story or whatever right hear me out yeah of what i would ideally want okay booze castle what would you do in booze it's just the haunted mansion i mean that's the theme of the land oh it's a whole land 
yeah, like you well, walk what, in, it's castle it be ruins. Luigi's mansion then. It's the same idea. All haunted. I was like, Mario. isn't it the same idea? Yeah, same thing. I was just trying to give Boo credit. Come on. All right. Okay. But yeah, same idea. That's what I want to see is a whole haunted land. Also, why don't we have a haunted land yet? Because it isn't always nighttime. We'll get there. I mean, I feel like people want to fight for that because I think the theme parks are in giant bubbles anyway and that they control the sky True. and everything else. So like, I, wish, I feel like they... Wouldn't that be cool to put it like a reality bubble over a land where you walk in and it could be whatever time of day you want it to be to fit the land. Don't they have one of those in, I mean, not literally, but like, don't they have an entire like mini land in Paris that's indoors? Like a, like, isn't that where the crush coaster is? Kind of. So in Paris, most of the queues are completely indoors and there's an entire indoor area. So like their main street USA is mostly indoors and their like the walk into studios is all indoors so it's like a food court and shopping and everything and then you walk out to the actual land so kind of and like it is nighttime in those places like when you're in the ratatouille queue it's complete it's nighttime the whole queue oh that's cool i wonder if it's gonna be like that here I got. I hope so. Paul, my like my standards are so high for what this ride (laughs) is gonna be like if it does not have gesto talk gesto gesto yeah Gusto, Gusto? talking to me, Gusto, talking to me from the sign as he loses a star, I'm going to be upset. And if the stars aren't twinkling and the Eiffel Tower doesn't light up every couple of minutes, I'm going to be upset because there is a standard that exists out there and it is a Disney standard. So I'll be upset if they didn't put the full effort into bringing all of it to Epcot. All right, let me go into one last thing that they should put in Nintendo, Super Nintendo World, or just in a Nintendo themed land. And this one is a little bit selfish because I've liked it since I was a kid. Okay. But it's more like a, this is an easy business decision. Why did you not do this? Because okay. higher grossing than Mario, higher grossing than Mickey Mouse, the highest grossing media franchise of all time. How on earth is there not going to be any Pokemon anywhere? Thank you for saying something. What? <laughs> Like, how? Unless they are just so strict on the rights that they don't want it. My understanding is Nintendo owns the rights to Pokemon full out. I I could be totally wrong about that. So Nintendo is free to license it, and if they've made a deal with Universal, which they clearly have. Could you imagine a Pokemon ride where you'd get a catch Pokemon? I Okay, so I've, I've been thinking about this as you were talking about the previous thing, and I was like, I should say the Pokemon thing. Okay. Um, so there was this game for the Nintendo 64, mm-hmm. and it was called Pokemon Snap, and it was awesome. And what okay. you did is you were like in a cart, and it was basically like a dark ride, but it was outside. It doesn't right. even make sense, whatever. And you took pictures of Pokemon, and that was the whole game. That's it. They're making a new one called New Pokemon Snap for the Nintendo Switch. Comes out in April, I think. May? Anyway. <sighs> now I really need a Switch. They should just make that a ride, because it's already basically a ride. That would be fun. And then they can do cool. It, it, they can actually even make it like um, like Toy Story Mania. And like you can yeah. do different things to interact with them and take pictures of them and stuff. And then it could like sync with your app or whatever. And it would be it would like send you the pictures or you could probably pay for them. Let's be real. Yeah, you have to pay for them. Like, yeah, let's be honest about theme park industries. That would be super cool. I would I would pay to do that. And I, I don't know what other kind of Pokemon rides you would do. Um, I mean, like... This is going to challenge Bree's ability to name a Pokemon. 
you act like I didn't play Pokemon and collect Pokemon All right, cards. Okay. No, I believe you. I believe you. Just the way you were acting oh. made it sound no, like you didn't know. No, I was just starting to think of like taking me back to my Pokemon days and like what you could do in the game besides catching Pokemon. And I feel like I remember cooking at some point. Yes. Yes, that did happen. So something along the lines of that, maybe? Yeah, I could see. Yeah, a Pokemon cafe would definitely make sense. Um, Also, create your own Pokemon. Like, I know that wouldn't be, like, a typical Pokemon, but, like... What about, what about, instead of, like, completely custom, what if instead of a Build-A-Bear, you had, like, a Build-A-Pokemon? But not, like, I mean, like, you're only allowed certain ones, obviously, because there's, like, hundreds right. of them. But, like... That would be really cool. That would be really cool. I mean, Build-A-Bear does have Pokemon. Oh, that's right. They do. That's right. There's Mm -hmm. like a a Pikachu and yeah. But Build-A-Bear and Disney do have a working relationship. Oh, we're not talking about Disney. We're talking about Universal. No, we're talking about Universal. Mm, Shoot. We get for changing on a Disney podcast. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Well, I feel like, well, then I mean, if universal had pokemon at it and they had and pokemon and build-a-bear have a working relationship that i would imagine yeah that's true i don't think that universal or uh that disney has any oh it's exclusive rights or anything so no i just know that there's one in downtown disney so like i made Mm -hmm. the correlation there of um i don't think there is one in disney springs that's a little weird now that i think there's not no there's one in downtown disney but there's not one in disney springs and the one in downtown disney is awesome it's two stories Wow. Awesome. Not saying I built a bear there when I went, like, my first time. But I'm also not not saying I didn't build a build a bear. It was a monkey. Anyway, um, <laughs> Paul, what was your favorite starter Pokemon in the Pokemon, like, Fire series? Because that's, like, the one I played the most. Uh, Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur? Bulbasaur is my favorite Pokemon, full stop. He was my first ever Pokemon in Pokemon Blue, back on the Game Boy Color game literally older than me (laughs) that is old um i really liked eevee eevee used to be my favorite pokemon eevee is pretty good um which is really funny because my boyfriend's cat's name is eevee when it gets old when it gets old is it gonna is it gonna evolve it into a flareon or a jolteon i mean it's already evolving into a gremlin so i'll let you know (laughs) Espion, got it. <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, I was just as like into Pokemon as everyone else, and I feel like it. Like I feel like I want to get back into it, but I feel like that's also a slippery slope of. Yeah, I'm gonna spend all my time doing this, like I did when I was younger. Um, I also got my first game, and now I am not remembering the what Pokemon I started with. So let me let me hop on the interwebs real fast. Charmander, Squirtle, Bulbasaur. Do you want me to just start this thing off starter Pokemon? I think it was Bulbasaur, if I'm remembering right. Bulbasaur is the grass dinosaur with a plant on its back? No. It was... Was it in Fire Red? Yeah, I think... Or Fire Blue? Was that a thing? No. Leaf Green was a thing. Sapphire, Ruby, Emerald... You know, I should be able to tell you this. It and I can't even tell you what year it came out. It looked like a tree. The Pokemon did. I don't think it was Bulbasaur though. It looked like a tree. Like a yeah. 
Was it Turtwig? Turtwig! Yes. And Diamond and Pearl? Oh, it was Diamond then. I had Diamond. I love Turtwig. Uh, I mean, I I played a lot of Fire on other friends' devices, but my very first game I ever owned was Diamond. Um, But I remember that I didn't know Pokemon Evolved at that point. Because I'd never played a Pokemon till it evolved. Like, I knew the cards did, and I knew, like, all of that. But it never occurred to me that my precious baby Pokemon would turn into something else. Torterra's pretty cool, though. Like, I you cried. could do a lot worse than Torterra. I cried for and would not play it for a week because I was so upset that it was it was over and that it wasn't cute anymore. Okay, I happen to know how old you were because we're roughly the same age and I remember when those games came out. And like, you weren't young enough, sorry, you weren't old enough that it was embarrassing to cry, but you are old en- You were old enough that that's a mildly embarrassing reason to have cried. Paul, I still cry about everything and we are still <laughs> so roughly the same age, so there's no embarrassment there. <laughs> I cried watching Wally like yesterday. But, but he I've dies. Seen that movie before. Bo- almost dies. I haven't watched it in a long time, so I watched it while I was working on stuff, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is such a good movie." Well, we spent so much time talking about Pokemon that we don't have a time, any time, to thank our sponsors for this episode, which is, of course, Turtwig and Bulbasaur. But thanks, anyways, but guys. Thanks, folks. Uh, but what we do have time for is a quick shout out to Ayla for being the only person to reply to our Twitter question. Uh, yeah, thank you. You guys can also reply to our Twitter questions. But thanks, Ayla, for being the only one. Even Paul didn't respond on his personal account, so that's a little hurtful. <laughs> yeah, that's... No, alright. I'll just t- I'll take the L on that one. <laughs> alright, Paul, so going into this next segment, I think we need to, like, preface with what's your hogwart house i'm a hufflepuff i am also a hufflepuff that's yeah. not a surprise yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is lauren's hogwart uh, house? ravenclaw <laughs> no it's not yeah it is <laughs> that's what jack's <laughs> hogwart oh, oh. house is yeah there you go no not that i doubted that just it's funny that yeah, like yeah, the yeah. hufflepuff ravenclaw connection yeah it's um, real they've Tried to tell me I'm a Slytherin several times, like when I take the Pottermore quiz, and I get personally offended every time. I held out for a really long time, and I was like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna know. And mostly just to like be kind of anti whatever <laughs> other people did. Right. And then I was like, fine, I'll take it. And I took it, and I was like, I legitimately have no idea. And then I got Hufflepuff, and I was like, yeah, that's probably right. <laughs> Uh, we sorted each other when I went in high school and we were waiting in the ridiculously long lines to like go on rides. And so I was like, we created like a sorting hat situation. Like we used someone's baseball cap and we went around and like, re- like read qualities of the house and all right, we got sorted and I, they told me I was a Hufflepuff and I've been a Hufflepuff ever since. That's cool. Yeah, no, actually I, now that I'm thinking about it, I definitely remember that you're a Hufflepuff. Because you had to go buy something Hufflepuff when we went to Universal. That sweatshirt, which I still wear all the time, by the way. It oh, was worth the $75 it was a lot of for money. a sweatshirt. Yeah, it was very expensive. 
But to be fair, I justified it because I'd been thinking about it since I went two months earlier. And I was like, you know, if I've been thinking about this sweatshirt for this long. I yep. definitely need to buy the sweatshirt. Which actually, like, yes, that's a lot of money. But, like, that's also not a terrible way to think about it. Like, if you actually have been thinking about something for that long, like, clearly you do legitimately actually want it. So Right. And the fact that I still wear it all the time, and it's still in great condition. Like, I've had it for, what, four, almost four years now, and it's... Oh, dear. What? It, had, it has been four years, huh? Yeah, it'll be four years this summer, and uh, it still looks as good as it did the day I bought it. So I have no complaints, and it was worth every penny. Looking back, in the moment, that was ridiculous. But now I'm like, okay, well, it's a nice sweatshirt. It's still quality, so that's fine. So... So if you couldn't tell, we're going to talk about Universal Studios Orlando today. <laughs> right. Um, we're actually following Colin... through on something we said we would do last week. We're actually going to do it. Wait. What? Speaking of something we were going to do last week, Paul, there was something we forgot to talk about. What? The grilled cheese donut. Oh, the grilled cheese donut. That's right. So side note, I talked to my friend who works there. Her name's Lindsay. She's really great. If you're in the Orlando area, go say hi, go buy coffee and a donut, or go buy coffee and a grilled cheese donut because she says they're delicious. That's good. It, uh, yeah, it can cool. either be made on like a, a roll so you can get an actual grilled cheese or on a glazed donut. And she says that it's actually not that popular despite what the viralness states. Now, here's my question. I can yeah. only get it on a glaze. Like I can't get it on a maple bar. No. That's probably smart. <laughs> They're not having people have weird donut. Uh, but now, okay, now cheese. that I said specifically maple bar, like if I had said anything else, it would have been weird. But now specifically that I said maple bar, I'm like, no. Right? Like that is bad. I think that's bad. All right. Well, when Paul and I start our YouTube channel, which is going to come later this year, uh, we're going to make this. And okay. we'll buy a dozen. We'll buy a dozen donuts from Safeway, and we will try it on every donut. And that see what is, is the actually actual, a really good idea. What's the actual best donut to make a grilled cheese with? It's, It'd be it's a gotta bacon be glazed, maple bar, right? Right. Oh, it's got to be glazed. No, there's <laughs> nope. no. There's no way the answer is maple bar. But what apple about fritter? Like a dark, apple fritter. Apple fritter would be good. What about like a dark chocolate donut with sharp, like sharp cheddar cheese? I don't think so, though. I don't think so. Okay, well, we'll worry about that when, you know, we're vaccinated and we can see each other in person again. But it's coming. So that was just my sidetrack. Sorry. Uh, we're going to talk about our Universal trip. Paul, when did we go to Universal? I have no idea. <laughs> July of 2017, I think. It was the last week of July 2017. I can't tell yeah. you specifically what day without digging through my phone, which I don't want to dig at the moment. Technically, I could... I think it was like a Wednesday. Uh, let me look. Hold on. Wednesday sounds right, though. I feel like it was midweek. Like, it wasn't a weekend. We're not stupid. Uh, it was a Tuesday. Tuesday, July oh. 25th, 2017. Wow. Yeah, that'll be four years in July. Ooh, that's weird. That is very weird. Uh, yeah, so this is my first ever trip to Universal. Um, you'd been once, twice? Twice. Three times? Twice before, yeah. Um... It's still the only time I've ever been. We I will go I, back, though. I want to go back, yeah. I mean, A, there's new stuff. B, they're going to build a Nintendo world. I got to go ride Mario Kart. Are you kidding? Um, got to go ride Mario Kart. I'm not going to go to Japan. I'll wait for the one in the States to open in uh, in California. 
I'm surprised they haven't even started building one in Florida. Maybe maybe it'll be part of uh, uh, what's their third theme park? Like actual theme park, not Volcano Bay. Oh, I don't remember uh, what they're gonna call it. Oh man, it has such a terrible name. Epic Universe. <laughs> it's so bad. Epic Universe. Epic Universe. What was originally what, Island of Adventure? Yeah, and then Universal Studios. Oh, okay. I couldn't remember if it was yeah. self named. Um. It was originally going to be called Fantastic Worlds, which is a way better name. But I think people didn't, or they didn't want people to get confused by like Fantastic Beasts, because Universal theme parks are already so associated with Harry Potter, and they just didn't want people to get confused by that. I don't know. I think Universal so, uh, or uh, Universal's Epic Universe is just an atrocious name. That's a lot to say. Epic Universe of Universal. It's like it's a mouthful. Yeah. One thing I'm confused about that, like, as far as that goes, is, like, are they going to add more Harry Potter? I don't know. They haven't said. Um, I I had heard a rumor a while ago, and mind you, this was all pre-pandemic, so who knows? But the rumor that I had heard was that they were going to do something, well, originally it was going to be Fantastic Beasts related, and then the second one came out, and that did not do that great. So right. then I heard something, something Ministry of Magic, maybe? I don't know how that would work. But anyway, that was that a, a, be, a concept. Be hecka cool. But yeah. So what we're going to do to talk about our trip is kind of just look at a map and try to remember what we did and talk about it, right? I feel like that's what we're going to do. Yeah, pretty much. That, that was my plan. Oh, perfect. I'm glad we're on the same page. Cool. So we Ubered from uh, housing at, at Disney uh, from, mm-hmm. what's it called? Patterson Court is where Patterson we lived. Patterson Court. It is where we lived. I could come up with all of the other names for some reason. I just couldn't come up with Patterson. Um, yeah. Yeah. We went to, where did we go first? Universal Studios, I think, right? I, yeah. I'm pretty. Yeah. No, I'm no. Yeah. I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah. it was Universal Studios. Yeah. It was Universal first. Studios because we went to, uh, to Diagon Alley. Right. I don't know. I don't, was that the first thing we did? It must have been. It had. It had to. Have yeah, been the it first must have been. Um, so we went to right. Diagon Alley and kind of just walked through. We went to some of the stores and stuff. Is that? Did we get a butterbeer then? We ended up getting two. Yes, I want to say the first thing we did was get a butterbeer. That sounds right. That feels right. I would like to add a note that we're <laughs> Paul and I both have really bad memories. So like it's not that we didn't enjoy the trip. It's not that we didn't have fun on the trip. It's that this is a trip from four years ago and we're trying to walk <laughs> through it detail by detail. <laughs> For um, your enjoyment solely. Hopefully. Um uh, and then we took the Hogwarts Express. Yes. Which is really cool. Oh, I like that a lot. Over to that was really cool. Over to Hogsmeade. Mm-hmm. Um the first thing we did at Hogsmeade. Okay. All right. We have to kind of explain, walk this through a little bit. Okay. I am not a huge roller coaster person. No. <laughs> but uh, I'd heard that the queue for Dragon Challenge is pretty neat. And I also just didn't want to be by myself for forever. So we go up to Dragon Challenge, which still existed at the time. Now it's closed and is replaced with Rip. Hagrid's. Rip. Um, but Brie wants to write it. So we go up to the person and we say hey um is it possible for me to like go through the queue and then just not get on the ride because i don't actually want to ride the ride i'm just i don't want to be by myself and bored and you know um 
Yeah. And she was like, oh, yeah, sure. So she actually walks us through the queue. Um, and, like, there's there was a part, I don't know, what did you say, like, halfway through the queue where it's, like, dark well, there were... and there's these tapestries on the wall. Yeah. And, there, like, mind you, there's a couple stops that she made before that. Like, she yeah. took us, like, on a tour, essentially, of the queue. Right. Um, but, yeah, it was three tap three tapestries I think it's for three. the dragon. That sounds right. Yeah. Um, and she pulls out her phone flashlight, which <laughs> I don't remember her name, which is good because I may be getting her fired by saying that she did it this. blew our little cast member mind. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, dude, if I ever pulled out my phone at work, I would be fired on the spot. Anyway. Especially in front of guests. I know. I know. Uh, but whatever. I mean, she wasn't using it. She was using it for the flashlight. Um, right. But anyway, so she shines it on these tapestries and she's like yeah you can't actually really see these very well but they were made like i think they were were they made for the movie or were they made specifically for that it was for the movie i feel like one of them might have been made specifically for the attraction anyway right but yeah specifically for something harry potter and there was a lot of really cool details that you couldn't see because the lights were always off um so that was really neat and then i also got to take a picture uh from a view of hogwarts castle that you never can really take a picture from because you normally have to take all the metal and stuff out of your pockets. But I didn't have to because I just walked right around the metal detector because she told me to, to be clear. <laughs> we weren't breaking rules. I, well, yeah, I was not breaking any rules. Yeah, so that was a really cool experience. And then it closed. Yeah, that was super cool. And that ride was super fun. So, like, although I haven't been on Hagrid's, like, I'm kind of bummed that that's what they chose to get rid of. What do you think they should have gotten rid of, Bree? Oh, I feel like you know, Paul. And I'm talking about the Hippogriff ride. <laughs> yeah, what is it? Here, what's the technical name? Uh, Flight of the Hippogriff. Uh, well, I, I'll tell this one. Yeah, go for it. So, Paul and I are not small people. Like, I'm 5'8", and Paul, how tall are you? I'm 6'4". So, combined, we are, like, above average adult size. And... The Hippogriff, what's it called again? Flight of the Hippogriff? Flight of the Hippogriff, yep. Is a small child's roller coaster. If you've never seen it, it's, I would say Barnstormer is pretty Yeah, that's probably the closest comparison, yep. Yeah, so it's like a Barnstormer-sized ride, and, like, the carts are little Hippogriffs, and the seats are not very wide, and they decided to put both of us in one row together on a tiny cart on a thin roller coaster track just to make this even worse i also have my huge giant backpack that i have brought with me that i did not put in a locker i just brought it on i don't know why that was stupid of me but well correction though is it's not a ride that they suggest you put stuff in a locker yeah that's true like they encourage you to bring your stuff on this ride like they don't have lockers for it or anything else and universal if you guys have never been uh has lockers for pretty much every ride and they're tiny and awful and just a ginormous pain in the butt to use yeah they suck but they have them so we're on this ride and we're both like looking at each other like this this can't be right like this doesn't feel safe yeah it was just like it was pretty at first it was like just kind of uncomfortable right because it's like we get to the top Yeah, but, like, so the lap bar, like, kind of goes down most of the way, and I'm like, "Mm, okay, but, like, I feel like, you know, if nothing else, we'll, like, squeeze each other in safely. We were definitely squeezed in tight enough to not fall out (laughs) easily, (laughs) or, on the contrary, we were squeezed in too tight so that we were going to fall out easily. Yeah, so the ride is not scary. 
unless you are put with another <laughs> adult, in which case it is the scariest ride I think I've ever been on. And it doesn't even go that fast, but I remember there's like one part at the end where you go up like this. It's not like a giant hill, but it felt real big in that moment. And you The turns felt so sharp. The turns were <laughs> so sharp. And every corner we went around, I would just like grab the lap bar, but I wasn't like sure if I should even grab the lap bar because I was like, am I just going to fall out anyway? So that was, that is like my most vivid memory from that day still. Yeah, me too. Because I'm pretty sure that's the closest to death I've ever come. Yeah. I have I have a close second for the thing that sticks out the most in my mind, but we'll, we'll get to that in a bit. The last drop was just the scariest moment. And all these kids are like having a blast yeah. around us. Like they are like happy laughing and we are just both sitting there like, this is how it ends. Like, and weren't we like in the front? I feel like we were like really close to the front. It sounds of the right. Ride. I, I remember looking down and seeing the netting and being like, man, I sure am glad that's there. <laughs> But See, then I had the opposite but, thought. Well, I remember looking up originally and being like, why on earth did you ever need the netting? Like before we got on the ride, we were just in the queue. <laughs> and then I looked off to the other side again when we were on the ride. And I was like, on the inside of the turns is the netting. But on the outside, there's no netting there. No netting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you were on the outside. So you went uh-huh. straight most on. Of the, most of the turns. Yeah. We'll see my... My thought with the netting was the opposite of that. It was, I mean, I'm glad the netting's there, but is that netting meant to catch adults? Or is that like kid netting? (laughs) That's true. Like, am I just going to fall straight through the netting? So I will never ride that ride again. Ever. No, probably. No, I don't think I would. Even if I had a small child with me. I was going to say, I think that would be the one I might take a child well, Which, that sounded scary. I might bring my own child and have them ride the ride alongside me. On another day, I'll have to tell you the story of the time I could have kidnapped a kid at Disney. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that cliffhanger, um, <laughs> then we went and we did Forbidden Journey. Uh, no, sorry. Forbidden. Before we before we went on Forbidden Journey, I think it was before. At one point, we ate food at the Three Broomsticks. Yeah, it was, it's really good. It's just English pub food. It's delicious until you realize it's 100 degrees outside when you're eating it. And you're like, this is hot fried food that I am eating. Yeah. In the middle of summer. Was that when we got our first butterbeer? Did we get it with lunch? No, because I think I got, I think I got a tea. Because I, I, and I remember that because... I, that was the first time I noticed that there were no Coke products in Wizarding World. Oh, that's right. I don't think, yeah, I don't think we got a Butterbeer then. It might have been after that? No. I feel like we got both of them in Hogsmeade. Or in, in Diagon Alley, I mean, sorry. Well, I know for a fact we got the second one in Diagon Alley. I remember yes. that. Yeah, me too. I, I feel like we got the I first one you... there as well. Probably. I mean, we probably got it right when it opened. That sounds right. Yeah, that seems fine. That seems right. <laughs> Uh, so after, and then we did, like you said, Forbidden Journey. Uh, Forbidden Journeys, I hate it. You hate it? I love okay, that ride. One, that ride's awesome. One, one, it makes me super nauseous. Yeah, okay. Two, the spiders. I don't oh, watch that yeah. part of All the right, movie. Okay. I closed, I'm pretty sure I've closed my eyes every time on that part of the ride. For, for those of you who have not been on the ride, uh, Bree described it to me. No, mind you, this is my first time going, right? Brie described it to me as, it's like a dark ride, but also Soren. And <laughs> I I'm like, wrong. You're to- that's the crazy thing is, you're totally right. 
but it's like those two things just don't go together you in my head. Comp- yeah, it's like you donuts and, and cheese. It's, it's like, like donuts and cheese. It's like how does so this go together? Vegan. But apparently, it's good. That is so not vegan. <laughs> but yeah, it is like if you took Soren, turned it sideways, and put it in the haunted mansion. Yeah, no, that's a good analogy. Um, I, I won't say anything much more, um, just to not spoil it, because there's some really cool effects that they do with that. But and if you have a problem with motion sickness, oh yeah, like don't go on. I that. do. Don't go on it, or if you do go on it, know your own limits. Like, know what point you need to close your eyes to just enjoy the motion. Yeah. Um, I think we single rider that one, so we didn't get to see most I'm, of the queue. You don't miss a lot in the queue, though. That's not what I've heard, but okay. As someone who spent two and a half hours in the yeah, queue all the right. first time okay. she did yeah. the Point queue. taken. Point taken. Yeah. <laughs> you don't miss enough, is what you're saying. Yeah, you don't miss enough to justify waiting the two yeah. hours. Yeah. Um, all right. Then we went over and we walked past Jurassic Park because it was like it was... an hour and a half line. And it's not worth it for Jurassic Park. Yep. Um, we walked so we're like... past Kong. <laughs> I don't remember why we didn't do Kong. I think it was also a really long line because it was brand new at the That's... time. Right, I had ridden it the week after it opened. Jeez. Um, because we did it. Well, we did it first. So like, mm, yeah, the, okay. my friend that I went with really wanted to do it, so we did it first, and we still waited like forty five minutes for it. Like it was a still insane wait. But I feel like I, I feel like if the ride, depending on how good the ride is, I might wait forty five minutes for it. I mean, it's good. It's not my favorite Universal ride, but it's it's. I would say it is worth no more than a forty five minute wait. Yeah. Then we stopped and got Dippin' Dots. I remember that. And then we talked about how, like, you get them at Mariner's Games. Yes. And yeah. that is, the yeah, it's only sporting events. It's, like, the only place you can get Dippin' Dots and theme parks. And I get them every time I go to the Mariner's. So does Lauren. I don't even like them um, that much. <laughs> they're fine. It's just the <laughs> novelty fine. of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's There's better ice cream. Um, and then... And then we saw this little raft ride and we're like oh that that's, looks like Collie river rapids let's go on that it's In, pretty hot we could insert we could do jaws with the, music here yeah we could go with a with a little cooling down so we got in line and for popeye and bluto's bilge rat barges i would like to preface before paul continues with this story and the tragedy that happened with this story i have been on this ride before so i should have known what was coming but for whatever reason i think i blocked it out because i I didn't remember what was about to come yeah so to be clear the mistake that we made on this ride is entirely our fault it's completely on us yeah there are signs everywhere that says you will get wet you might get soaked and we see those signs and just go oh yeah okay because all right fine at Disney, when you see those signs, it's like a joke. Not necessarily a joke, but it's like more serious than it needs to be. Right. It's like basically just a, hey, prepare to get wet. Just FYI. And everyone's like, yeah, okay, whatever. Sure. So we waited probably a good 30 minutes for that ride, I'd say. Definitely. A lot longer than we should have waited. <laughs> um, but it was an air-conditioned queue and that's it was going to be a water ride. That's so, true. Like, it wasn't that bad. Worth um, the wait. So we finally get on the ride, and I think we just barely get into 
uh, a boat like right I don't, I don't remember why we were I remember that we were the last people to get on I do remember that though and then I like throw my backpack in the middle underneath the covered thing and I'm like oh that's a really cool idea I wonder why they don't have that on Kali River Rapids because they have like a little thing in the middle where you can put bags and stuff and uh, it'll keep them nice and dry and then yeah. we start going up the ramp you know mm-hmm. just like you normally do and then, like, as soon as we get into the water, there's, like, a big splash. And we're like, huh, hope we don't get too wet. And then we go down the first drop, and we get really wet. Not just really wet, like... And then we go under the, like, waterfall thing. And we're and just And we get soaked. really wet. And I was like, man, I sure am glad I put my phone in my backpack. <laughs> right. I was having that moment of, why did I wear denim shorts to the park today? Yeah, so... I'm never gonna dry. <laughs> no, yeah, no, we were still damp the whole rest of the day. Um, <laughs> we got completely drenched. I, like, you went to the bathroom. I don't know what you were doing in the bathroom, but, like, while you were doing that... I took that, off my shorts and I wrung them out, Paul. <laughs> I took off my shoes and took off my socks and wrung out my socks. Yeah, like, no, the, I, I did so... that in the bathroom just with my shorts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And mind you, the bathroom right by it, when you go in the girls' bathroom, it is, like, a a battle for the air dryer. It is just girls in their underwear trying to get whatever item of clothing they had on minusculely drier. So like I wring out my shorts and then like stood under an air dryer and tried my hardest to get my shirt to dry in any at like sense. And I took my shoes off and I dried them as well. Like I don't promote standing barefoot in a theme park bathroom, but God, it was either that or wet shoes for the rest of the day. And we both worked in Central Florida. We know if you work in, well, also we live in Seattle. So um, yeah. if you go an entire day with wet shoes, it is just a bad day. It was a bad day. But the rest of the day was uh, interesting. It was fun. I don't know. It, it, was, it was a good time. It was a great time. But yeah, that was that was the highlight of, oh God, what have we done? Yep. I could not say I was hot after that, though. It really it did the purpose. Yeah, of no, us I don't out. remember feeling that hot afterwards. That is true. Uh, and then we went. Um, let's see. We walked through Marvel Superhero Island. Spider Man was a really long wait. We didn't do that. At some point, we went to Seuss. Was it this time? Was it was this when we went to Seuss? Yes. That sounds right. Yes. Yes. We, for the life of us, can't remember what ride we went on. If we went on a ride, if we went on a ride. We're pretty sure it was the trolley train ride. I'm not positive that we actually did that. No, I'm not 100% sure we did. And I've been, you know, we we had talked about this on Sunday when we were kind of like episode planning. And uh, I have been nonstop thinking about it since Sunday. And my brain can't decide either way. It's like that feels right. We definitely went to the food court. Yes. That definitely happened. That definitely happened. We either got pop or soda or something. Pop or soda, same thing. Pop or water or something. Because... Well, we also... There was also the... um, There's like a little thing that serves like slushies or whatever. Yes. Um, I think we might have stopped there. we did there. that. Yeah. Yeah. But I and don't remember... And then went into the food court to consume it, I think? I assume so. That sounds familiar. That feels right. Anyway. Um, and then we went back, right? Yeah, we definitely went through there back to hogsmeade i guess yeah because we took the train twice so then we went back to diagon alley does that sound right yeah that's yeah, right. yeah 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 yes and that's then we right did and then we Gringotts. did Gringotts. yep which i thought was going to be a lot scarier than it was but it was it, a good ride though 
And if I recall, then we went to Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. Um, that's that not a good sucked. ride. It's not a good it's ride. Not a good ride. It's there are worse I, rides, but it's not a good ride. I had so much hope for that ride too, like just so how much they promoted it and hype it up, and like how cool the queue is. Like, I will say, it does have the best safety spiel of any ride I've ever been on. Yes, totally does. Then we went did we over e. here. I think yeah, I think we did E.T. I know we rode E.T. I just don't remember the timeline on that. Right. I don't know if it was like a first time in Island of Adventure or second time this in is, Island of Adventure. This is Universal Studios. That's Universal Studios? Yep. Oh. Awkward. I don't remember if it was first time in Universal Studios or second time in Universal Studios. I also don't. Um, we went back and forth. I'm pretty sure we did not go on the Simpsons ride. I, I'm pretty sure we didn't either. I think I've... We spent time in Simpsons land, though. We Yeah, we like walked through... Krusty Land. Uh, and then we did do Men in Black. We did. We were both real bad at it. Yes. I think that's the point where we went to eat dinner. I think so. Does that sound familiar? That sounds right. I mean, yeah, that sounds right. Anyway, we went to Tucson's Chocolate Emporium in uh, we did. just outside. It was pretty good. The food was fine. Yeah, it was outside of theme park food. Um, our waitress was someone <laughs> this that This ex-Disney Bri- influencer. Uh, she was one of the very first Disney influencers that I had, like, followed in the Disney community. And we'd, like, interacted a few times, like, on Instagram. And so, like, I'd awkwardly, like, gotten a picture with her and everything else. And she was someone that I, like, really looked up to, you know, in the world of Disney. And then it came out. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we get to that what? part. Before we get to that part. Okay. We should get to the taking the picture part. I don't remember that part. I think I've blocked it out of embarrassment. Probably. I'm pretty sure. Because... <laughs> Brie casually mentions, like, oh, I wonder if it's going to be someone that I, you know, follow or whatever is going to be one of our, our servers. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that would be weird. And our waitress comes and Brie's like, oh, my gosh, it was like the one that I follow for the longest or whatever. Um, yeah. And I'm like, well, you should, like, say something. I'm sure she'd really appreciate that. She's like, no, that'd be super awkward. I'm like, no, dude, like, like, can you imagine, like, someone's like, I, hey, I like the things that you do. Like, that is a nice compliment. So she does. And they end up taking a picture. After I had the worst cramps of my life, that's neither here nor there. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But a memorable part of the day, regardless. So Brie has to be convinced to take a photo with this person. Because Brie is incredibly shy. Yeah, no, I understand. (laughs) Me too. Anyway, continue. (laughs) And so after our program, like we go home, whatever. And I'm like starting to get like into Diz Twitter at this point. And this thing pops up like former influencer banned from the parks for six months. And I said, hmm. So I dig into it, and it's literally the girl. She was, like, embezzling money from Disney or something and was banned for six months from the parks. She got arrested. Like, it's this whole thing. And she's back to being an influencer again for Disney. But I do not follow her anymore. Wow. (laughs) She ended up being super shady. Crazy. So... Yeah, that makes that story like 10 times more embarrassing now because I apparently didn't know how to pick my influencers. Apparently so. not. Although, who you would never have known that kind of thing. No, you never would have known. She used to be like really happy and positive and she would like interact with people that she didn't necessarily follow, which was like really nice to see. But I have since met lots of Disney influencers and none of them have been caught for embezzling. So None of them have been caught. You, you caught it. There it is. Um... 
Yeah, I don't think we went on any rides after that. I think we just like walked through the park pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we went and saw Hogsmeade at night. We did. Well, that's what we specifically went back for was so that we could see it in like the dark and yeah. see Hogwarts all lit up and. It's pretty cool, but my pictures didn't turn out so. Well, you know. Um, Brie, I sent you some of the pictures that I took of Hogwarts Castle from the Dragon Challenge queue. You can put those up on our Instagram page I'm, if you want. I'm going to. They're probably, spoiler alert, going to be the episode art this week. Oh, there you go. There you go. So that was our universal trip. Um, that was our very first trip report. It went a little long, but I think it went pretty well. <laughs> what would you rate it out of 10? Our trip or the trip report? <laughs> Our trip, our trip, not the trip report. We can do that um, privately, not for our listeners. The trip, the trip itself, I'd rank <laughs> like a, um, like an enjoyment level. Post, like afterwards, I'd rank like mm-hmm. an eight. Like it was a really pretty yeah. solid trip. At the time, I probably would have rated it lower because you know getting soaked was not that fun. Almost dying was not that fun. <laughs> Having the worst cramps of my life in a chocolate emporium was not that fun. <laughs> But looking back on uh, it, those were hilarious. So yeah, I feel the same way. I mean, like if you would have asked me, like, oh, did like, and several people did. Did you have a good time at Universal with Polly? I said, of course, I had a good time. Did the events ha- happen? Were they a good time? No. Overall, did I enjoy it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Looking back, I give it like an eight or a nine out of ten. Um, it was just a solid day. I don't like. I can't actively think of anything that would make it better, other than it being less crowded. But that was nothing that like we could have controlled. Right. Yeah. I thought. I think. Actually, I was really pleased with all the stuff we were able to get done. Um. So with how busy it was. Right. Yeah. And the only thing I would change is next time we go, I vote we rent a car first of all. Yeah. <laughs> so we don't have to Uber, and second of all, go in off season. So that we can actually do everything. Yeah. So stay tuned. 2021 end of year or 2022 for a trip report part two of next time we actually get to go to Universal. We'll do. We'll do. Yeah. Or Disney. Or anything not our houses. (laughs) Hi, welcome to Signal 25 at the store edition. Guys, we have What's breaking news. We're on a bus. Breaking news. There is still an outside. <laughs> you know that light coming in from your window? It's not an explosion. Yet. Well, actually, technically that one's wrong. Technically, it is kind of an explosion. Kind of. If you think about it. Anyway. Uh, speaking of it. fire things, our podcast is one and it's over now. Um, so <laughs> you should follow us, uh, where you can follow Bree's live tweeting of our podcast recording. Um, I forgot about halfway through. So that's kind of what I real disappointing. Kind of what I figured. Um, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and TikTok at Signal Twenty Five Podcast. Yeah, uh, we post pretty frequently now. <laughs> yeah, it turns out uh, Twitter is a good way to get followers. We learned Twitter is so- the place so, to be so welcome to all twitter. of our all of our new listeners from twitter maybe hopefully uh and we'll be back next week with our usual disney content uh maybe even a spicy valentine's day edition Ooh, Ooh. and until then i'm brie 
And I'm Paul. And this has been Signal 25.